Today, we have something a little different for you. In 1805, a four-year-old boy named Paul Gasford separated from his family and became lost in the wilderness. The boy's remarkable story of survival grew into a bit of a legend. In 1826, Paul's account of his adventure was told in the form of a children's book, the true and wonderful story of Paul Gasford. Malin Day, a prominent publisher, printer, and bookseller specializing in children's literature, distributed the book from his shop, New Juvenile Bookstore in New York City. According to the preface, the following true and remarkable story is taken from The Christian Advocate, a respectable paper published by the Methodist Connection in the city of New York. The young man was 18 years old when I saw him, says the writer, and he distinctly recollected the whole affair as if it had been but a few days past. I have since been informed that he has embraced religion and has become a circuit steward. Here is the true and wonderful story of Paul Gasford, as told by Malin Day. Quote, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. End quote. Psalms chapter 27, verse 10. Quote, And they wept sore and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spake, that they should see his face no more. End quote. Acts chapter 20, verses 37 and 38. Paul Gasford was but little more than four years old when his father's family were moving from the Bay of Quinty to Niagara in a small boat. When they were within 40 miles of Niagara, they went ashore to cook some victuals, and there being some sarsaparilla growing in the woods nearby, the mother said she would give sixpence to that child that would gather the most. So Paul went with the rest of the children to gather the sarsaparilla, and when they thought they had gathered enough to gain the promised reward, they ran towards the lake, leaving Paul behind, who thought within himself that he would gather the most, and thus ensure the reward. At length he started and ran, as he thought, towards the place where the company went ashore, but soon lost his way. He continued running about and crying until nearly sundown. He then came down to the lake, but knew not whether he was ahead or astern of the company. So he ran about on the beach, first one way and then another, until it began to grow dark. He then gave over running and crying, and fixed on a plan to get to Niagara. Having heard his friends say that they were now within 40 miles of the place, he thought he could get through in four days. But what should he do for food? He concluded that he could live without food during that time, and so he laid himself down to rest upon the sandy beach. He had heard that some persons, when waked out of sleep, were so lost to everything about them as not to know where they were or which way to go. And lest this should be his case, he made a hole in the sand to lie down in and set a stick in the sand pointing the way he must go. He then covered himself all over, except his head, with sand, and composed himself to sleep. In the morning he rose as cheerful as the lark, and pursued his way without crying for three days more, being careful at night to set his little staff in the sand. Sometimes he traveled on the beach, and sometimes, 
When he had to double a cape, he ascended the rocks, but was always careful to keep within sight of the lake. On his way, he found some grapes, of which he gathered enough to eat at the time and to fill his bosom besides. He had heard his mother say it was not good to eat many grapes at once, and thinking, as all good children do, that what mother says must be true, he only allowed himself to eat one bunch at a time. This was good economy for a child, for by this means his little stock lasted the longer, and his health was not injured by overeating. On his journey, he saw two or three Indians coming along the shore and was afraid they would carry him away, but he hid himself behind a tree. Their dog came very near him, but did not discover him, nor did the Indians see him, and he was very glad when they were out of sight. And who is there that knows anything of the horrors of captivity, but would be glad too for the little traveler? On the fourth day, he arrived at Niagara, to the great joy of his parents and to the surprise of all that knew the circumstance. Even the governor himself was so astonished at the fact that he sent for the little boy and would have kept him if his mother had been willing to give him up. The family had searched for him with great anxiety for three days. They had made great fires and fired guns, but all to no purpose. And when they came to the conclusion that he was lost and to proceed without him, they had to take his mother by force and put her into the boat. Providence, however, overruled the whole and restored the lost son to his mother and friends. And herein was the scripture fulfilled. Quote, When my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord shall take me up. End quote. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild.